where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, Please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. Your destiny is too important to give up for anything. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing, what he's going to do, and how he's doing it already. Amen. We thank God for his traveling mercy. Amen. We Believe in God, we will be leaving, headed even further, going out west once the broadcast is over with. Amen. We thank God for his traveling mercy that will be with us. Thank God for you, how that he have blessed us to just be blessed. That's the best I can say it. Because I, if I try to add everything and all the things, uh, I will be constantly talking about his blessing. Amen. A lot of people are going through. I understand that. A lot of things are going through. is happening. But the truth of the matter is the Lord is still in control. It may not seem like it, especially when it hit home to our families and things. Uh, just like uh, Sister William lost her mother. Amen. It, she do realize it is appointed unto man once to die. And after this is judgment. She understand that. She understand that you walk in order to enter into eternal life. If the person have given their life to live right, they must leave here one way or the other. Either Jesus come back to get us and we go back into catching away or we have to shed this body and uh, let it go back to the dust from which it came. Amen. But anyway, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. I ask you to take this broadcast and allow it to be a blessing to those that are listening. God, that they might receive something that will cause them to grow a higher heights, in a deeper depths in you. 
And to that individual that is not converted, I ask you to allow me to say something that they might be convicted and pricked in their heart that they may come to repentance before it's everlasting too late. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I tell you what. I'm still saying this is the day. Amen. In spite of what the situation looked like, how it looked, I, I was looking at situation I, um, that I'm seeing, and it's so sad that we in this day and time still look like we're going for, uh, moving forward. We have a tendency of moving backwards. That's where it looked to me. Now, I could be just judging uh, unrighteous judgment, but look like we got all this knowledge that we got today. I mean, I can remember just a few years ago when I was studying the Bible, I had to have, I never will forget the first set of stuff I got to study with what they call the Laman Library. Now, I ain't talking about who it was from, whatever. But they had the layman's library. Those of you that's been saved over 25 or 30 years, you know what I'm talking about. You got a Bible dictionary, <clears throat> you got a concordance, and you got an open Bible. And I started studying, and you had to look up words. You had to see that this word, what this word meant, and a whole lot of other things. Now... It's done what? I guess made it, uh, I guess I can see, so easy to people don't even have time to study anymore. So what you mean, Brother, where they don't have time to study? Well, here's what happened. People have a tendency of just Googling. Uh, they'll say Google whatever, whatever, and they get the answer. And that way, uh, it's good. It should be good. But it's not good. And the reason it's not good because easy come, easy go. And you say, what you mean, easy come, easy go? Well, I know that's a saying, but that's not scriptural. But uh, I'll say this. When you had to study and find something and you look for it and you put scriptures on top of scripture and you got it together, all of a sudden, it was a blessing to you, and you held on to it. You held on to it. That's just why relationships don't last, because easy come, easy go. I, I mean, I look around me at the young people, and I was telling a mother uh, in the Lord that how that the peoples don't have no conviction. They don't have no true uh commitment anymore they it's easy come easy go and every every look like uh they they changes just like if it ain't working they don't try to work it out you know and i kind of uh i don't know what's the word i'm looking for but i kind of feel like if it was a little bit harder to get and and truthfully brothers sisters the 
the, if the brother scribed to get you and he made an effort to get you and it, was a, it wasn't an easy thing, nine times out of ten, he's not going to allow you to just skid away, easy way. He's going to cherish you a lot more. And I, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but I, I, I was questioned. I was someone called and questioned me about it. And I told him, no, it ain't no use in having no meeting, no conversation about it. If you go and have meetings and I, 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 not to those of you that believe in marriage counseling, so be it. You do it. I, I wouldn't dare try to, uh, what's the word, discourage you from doing it. But most of the time, when people get ready to get married, they already got their mind made up. So really, they're just going through a little ritual. And then to that person that going through it in a relationship, it's like, I don't know, they just going through it just for a little while, but they, they are not willing to endure. Back for a little bit, we had, I, 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 said, I was telling this particular mother, and it's nothing, uh, nothing but a mother and a brother when we talk. Uh, I was saying that it's amazing. It's people's, now they don't have any kind of commitment. And it's because we don't take time. We don't take time out to say, I'm going to see this through. I'm going to wait on God. I'm going to pray about this thing. I'm going to believe God and see what the Lord say. We don't want to know what the Lord say. If the guy look good to the woman, yes. If the woman look good to the man, yes. And we are losing out, folks. And, and I told her, I said, it's amazing. Now, we know that it was a lot of prejudice in the 50s and the 60s, but we got, seemed like, here we is in 2020, we got more prejudice than we have in the uh, 50s and the 60s. Now, we can't, now I know some of you would love to put it on one man. We would love to say this person producing it. I, I can't say that. Because we that say we love God, the people that love God should be different. We should carry ourselves different. We should be willing to go the extra mile to show forth that Christ is Lord of our life. That, that's all I'm saying. And a lot of the time, I believe that God is trying to get our attention so he's not answering prayers like he normally would for the elderly. I can remember old folks will tell you uh, that I prayed and God answered, and I can look back over my life. Like I said, I don't want to deal with no personal testimony because when you've been in the, in the Scripture for 45 years, you got a lot of personal testimony. I can tell you some things that God intervened. I know what it's like to not to have anything in your refrigerator. I'm talking about nothing but a bottle of water. And God intervened and gave us food. 
I'm talking about people went down to Alabama and come back and said, well, we got so much food, we don't know what to do. We just thought about We didn't know whether you would accept it, but we brought it to you. I can give you testimony on top of testimony. I can give you testimony. My lights got cut off. My gas got cut off. And I prayed and I said, God, I, it wasn't that I wasn't trying to find a job. It wasn't that I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a job because they laid us off uh, at the place where I was working, and and I couldn't get my social security, uh, not social security, uh, unemployment. And I prayed and fast and believed God, and I saw God blessed in the utilities. I saw Him dealt with the the lady at the gas place and the lady at the light place, and they cut my stuff back on and said, Mr. Well, when you get some money, come and pay it. Now, I, I don't want to go. I could take the whole show, and and I, I promise you the miracles and the things that I've done. But I can also, if I be honest, prayed about some things that it didn't come to pass. And I prayed earnestly, I thought, but it didn't come to pass. And it didn't come to pass only because of the fact that I had self in the way. We put self in the way or we listen to some, uh, uh, I don't want to call it Jack Leg. Uh, we listen to somebody that say they have the gift of prophecy, but they are not giving themselves. See, now, when a person say that they have a gift of prophecy, you have to give yourself. And when you go to check it out, now, don't listen to me. When you talk to somebody like, uh, 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 say they, they love the Lord and they this, they that, that person ain't giving time. They're sitting up watching TV. They're sitting up on the computer. They're setting up jaw-janking, uh, talking with their friends and communicating. They're not spending time alone. They're not hearing from God like this. And what comes to their mind, they're going to give. What we don't understand, uh, believers, that Satan will do the, give you the answer to something. That's his job. He will deceive you. He did it with Eve. Go back and check it out. When Eve uh, uh, had heard God, Eve quoted back to the devil, but she added. She said, God said, we can't eat it or touch it. We don't read that. We only read that he said, don't eat of the forbidden fruit. You got what I'm saying? So when these people give you prophecy, you better know something about them because what they do the devil will use them as a vessel. I'm not saying that everybody, but I'm saying as a whole, you got to know that you know if your prophecy is not lining up with the word of God, trust me, brothers and sisters, it is not of God. Yes, we try to make God fit it into that because that's what we wanted to hear. In other words, if I, if I want me a new car, and they say, oh, Brother where I can see the Lord saying he got your blessings coming. He said, because you gave, and he finna uh, give to you, and, and, and I can see something that you've been asking for, and he's going to get, wait a minute, 
God be pacific. He would tell me pacific. But because of the fact that we fall in, in, in uh, uh, what's the word, lust with those things, then that, that pleases the flesh. We got, you hardly ever tell, hear prophecy telling people to fast and pray. You hardly ever telling people to get sin out of their life, you know, sacrifice and do this. And a lot of time, God is not hearing and answering prayers because we will not submit ourselves to the will of God. And that's what it's all about. When I don't submit myself to the will of God, if I say, God, I want this, and oh, I believe you blessing me with this, so I, I go after that. Hello? I go after that. And, and come to find out two, three years, I'm trying to get it, and all of a sudden, reality set in. You ain't getting nothing. You know why? Because God never, ever ordained it. You tried to make it happen. You prayed. You asked God. And that's what we need to talk about today. Why God doesn't answer prayer. Uh, matter of fact, I would say why your prayers is not being answered. See, a lot of things you're praying for, I don't want you to get discouraged. I don't want you to get discouraged because God want to bless his people. God want to bless his people. Now, there are peoples that, listen, that you're praying for, God, if you would really clear your mind and begin to fast and pray, and I understand some of you uh, uh, older, I should say seasoned, you're not able to fast two or three days, but you can at least fast uh, one day. You can at least go one day and talk to the Lord. I know uh, that we don't, but let me let me just give a couple of scriptures because, like I said, I don't want to be in the position that I'm saying it for myself. I want you to re- uh, hear it from the Word of God. In uh, Isaiah 59 and uh, 1 and 2, know this that behold, the Lord's hand is not short that he cannot say, neither is its ear heavy that he cannot hear. Now, if I'm delighting myself in God, mother, dad, you praying for your sister, you praying, I'm sorry, you praying for your child, brother, you praying for your sister, sister, you praying for your brother, and we want to know how come God is not answering. you got to understand, a lot of times when we are praying for something, we got to know what is the will of God. See, no doubt, if I had to pray for Joseph and say, Lord, bless, uh, no doubt Jacob, well, he couldn't pray for Joseph because he thought Joseph was dead. All right? He, they, they made it look like it. But what I'm saying if we pray when, when the widow woman prayed for her child, that when the child was dead, she didn't go back and say, look at him, my child dead. She, she went to the man of God, and she said, look, didn't I tell you not that I was fine, but you wanted to bless me with a son, and you blessed me, and lo and behold, 
now my son is dead. She didn't tell her husband. She didn't tell the, the, the nobody. She just had a mindset because she had a relationship with God. See, when we have a relationship with God, a lot of times we talk to other people. They're not living right. They're not in the position to see the salvation of God. So certain things, God wants you to just come to him and him alone and say, God, look, I got a son. I got a daughter. And I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. I got a daughter. I have a son that I know that they was messed up because they seen sinful things happen. And they saw sinful things from the so-called saints of God. And God, uh, uh, they feel that they okay. They know they ain't okay, but they feel like, well, they ain't as bad as whoever, whatever, whoever. But the truth of the matter is they need to be converted. They need to be saved. So my prayer shouldn't be, Lord, blessing with this and blessing with that. My prayer should be, Lord, uh, give them salvation. Now, salvation come only through Christ. Salvation don't come through James Ware preaching. Salvation don't come through any other preacher. But what salvation do come through is the Word of God. Just like you, you had to get converted when your time came. All of a sudden, everybody else, the Word didn't mean nothing to them. But to you, the Word meant a lot. So if you got that, that, that son, that daughter, that whoever praying, know that God can hear you. Lord, I know you hear me because you are not, your hand is not short that you can't save. Neither is your ear heavy that you can't hear. But your, but your iniquity, now hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, I know we don't like to look at iniquity in ourselves. We don't. No, Brother Ware want to think that everything he's doing, he's doing right. And, and, and if he did something at the end of the day, when he get on his knees, he'll pray and say, okay, God, uh, forgive me if I, if I sin. See, I'm going to him half cock. I'm going to him saying, Lord, if I wrong anybody or if I did that, knowing that flesh done got in the way, because I done got off a uh, shot down, uh, speaking about shot down, I could be speaking about something on TV or uh, just jesting and jiving. So uh, when you spend time alone, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, that's when God can minister to you because he goes on to say in, in that, he says, but your iniquity has separated you from and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that we will, that he will not hear you. So a lot of times, that's Isaiah uh, 59, 1 and 2. So we have to do inventory of our life. I know we don't like to do inventory of our life, but sometimes we need to. We need to run inventory in our life. Lord, is it anything 
Yeah, certain thing we done did and keep talking about. We might be talking about something, and, and God's saying, I want you to shut it up. Quit talking about it. I got you. I done brought you through it. I done did this. I done did that. But uh, it just a little bitty things, believers. I, I, I'm serious. It ain't the big stuff. The Bible say the little foxes spoils the vine. It ain't the big stuff. No, ma'am, it ain't you going. I don't, and as the sister told me, uh, we always uh, put uh, uh, fornication and, and this and that. And, and yeah, they sin. But she says, but what about the hatred? What, what about the, the gossip? What about the little bitty things that we, we think nothing about? Why is it that the enemy keeping us talking about those things? Uh, you speaking about some something else that you know that is gone. So guess what? If that sister done did this and did that, we need to leave it alone and go forth in God. So in, in Psalm 66 and around the 18th verse, it says, If I regard iniquity... In my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Regard iniquity in my heart? If I got something hid in my heart. Let me give you an example by James Ware. A few brotherings. I, I got a few of them. And a couple of them done died. Uh, but a few brotherings owe me a large sum of money. And they act like it ain't nothing. But I keep thinking, yeah, I say I don't forgave them. I say that. But the truth of the matter is I haven't because it keep going through my mind. It keep running in my mind. Maybe they gonna, God going to convict them. God going to do this. Instead of saying, Lord, I thank you that you done blessed me three times, four times as much. And I keep lingering on that situation that that person owed me X amount of dollars. Now, you might say, that ain't iniquity in the heart. Well, guess what? You're teaching you not to love that individual like you really would love them if they didn't owe you nothing. Let's be real. But here's what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. A lot of times, little bitty things, it's the little bitty foxes. It ain't the big stuff. It ain't the stuff that we can uh, say Oh, this and that and that and this. It ain't it ain't that. It really not. It's the little bitty thing. And and some of you, I, I I understand you got a good prayer life. Yes, you spend time with the Lord. I'm not kicking that. You know, if you spending time with the Lord and and God is blessing you, and then you say, But I want uh my husband to be saved. How about just taking your mind off your husband and begin to show forth love. Leave it alone and let you pray and let somebody else be that witness. The Bible said, now the Bible don't lie, say with your chaste conversation, that will bring him in. When he see that, hold up, my wife used to fuss at me all the time. Now she ain't got nothing to say. And Guess what? I'm not telling you to compromise. That's not saying compromise. That's only backing up and letting God be the Lord and let using your testimony. 
Well, I don't see how come this happened. I don't see how come that happened. Well, it could be, sweetheart. It could be that maybe something, have you asked God something that you need to do? And see, when you do stuff like that, you let God be the glory. Uh, I never will forget. I don't know if she, uh, she's, well, I'm going to even call her name. This sister was coming to church. She was getting on the altar. She, you could call prayers. The first thing she would come up and say, I'm praying for my husband to be saved. I'm praying that God save my husband. I'm praying that my husband do this and do that. And eventually, her husband came to the Lord. And matter of fact, he became one of the ministers in the church. But she will tell you, she stopped praying. You know why? Because she had got her answer. Her husband was in the church. I can say the same thing. I stopped praying for my wife. When my wife began to uh, confess salvation, and then I went through an ordeal and situation. Why? Because of the fact that I stopped praying. I had not got what I wanted from the Lord. And when you do that, listen, you lose out. You lose out. This is why our prayers ain't being answered. Certain things have to be in our life that make us pray. I'm going to come back on this in a couple of minutes, and I, I, I want you to understand that I'm not condemning anyone, but I want you to know why God ain't answering your prayers because some of you are very sincere. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will.
Well, we're back. You can reach us at 404-355-8699. We are here live today. Amen. We are believing God. And what I'm talking about, please, please, please don't feel that I'm trying to pick on somebody. I'm not. I, we serving a father, a God that's true and living. What you mean, Brother Will? He ain't no shot down something. He is in the position that he want to bless you. The Bible says if you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. And I know that every husband desire is for their wife to be saved. Every wife desire for her husband to be saved. Every, every mother desire for their children to be saved. And God will hear and answer prayer. He really will. But a lot of times, a lot of times we are not allowing God to hear and answer our prayers because we ourselves are doing a little something that's not good. Amen. We know. See, that's the thing. We know about it. See, it ain't that you ignorant about it because, see, if I'm doing something, the Holy Spirit will convict me, but I'll justify it. You know, see, I'll justify it. I'll say, well, you know, Lord, I hear about that, but uh, I, I don't think that's, but yes, it is. It is something that hinders us. And I want us to live abundantly and above all that God have got for us to do. He really do. He got a lot for us to do. And he want, do you know he want to show the, the peoples of the world that you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation? He want to show this. Listen to me. I'm not saying no different than uh, uh, I would, um, I, I, again, the same mother that I was telling you about, she worked for years, okay? And in working for years, now she said, I'm able to uh, live off the funds that I worked for. I, I spent my whole life, ever since I got out of high school, working. So now she can enjoy the benefits of her labor. And that's true. That is true. So as it is with God, with us praying, we, he, he, want, he want us to be that, wow, look at that brother, look at that sister, how she's being blessed, not just in finance, but her whole household. How come we see certain families that they ain't living an ounce of nothing, I would say. I ain't going to say nothing. They, they, they're not living a lot, okay? But what's happening is that uh, they in turn, uh, the child getting saved, the child, they start preaching, and then the child start preaching, and so on and so on. And you say, wait a minute, I know I was doing just as much as them, and you were. You were. But that doesn't say that that was in the lines of God. That's all I'm trying to get you to understand. See, there are people that God truly want to bless you in a special way. He really do. 
because we're living in an age now, everything, excuse me, everything is going haywire. Okay, so since everything going to haywire, then what we should be doing is God want the real people with the real brothers stand up and let me show them. I, listen, I said the same thing. I said, uh, I, and you'll find you getting on board with sinners. Let me let me just say that, and then I'm gonna get back in the scripture. You'll find yourself, uh, like I say, oh four four. Uh, three five five eight six nine nine. I say you're getting on board with sinners. Uh, they'll say they made a statement. Uh, this brother, he said, "Well, brother, where?" He said, "Real sisters, man, they ain't real no more, man. Ain't no more sister back when you choose your chose your wife, and back in that day, these sisters now today they out for what they can get up." They ain't a bit more real, and because you done ran into a couple of peoples that done shown themselves unreal, you'll say, you're right, man, because I I was dealing with, uh, I'm sorry, Mary Jane, you know, the candy Mary Jane. I was dealing with uh, Mary Jane, and Mary Jane, I thought Mary Jane was sincere. Mary Jane proven to be not sincere. So, man, all of them, and, you know, and you put everybody in that, and that's one of the worst things you can do. You got to keep away from this negative talk. You got to look at God for what he is. If, God, if the Lord is Lord, you got to stand on it. You don't even entertain the, imitate, the, uh, the conversation. Don't entertain it. A lot of people's entertained. The Bible says in the book of James, okay, uh, in the book of James, James, the fourth chapter and the third verse. Uh, let me, uh, I, didn't, I had the wrong page. Okay, the th- uh, fourth chapter and the third verse, it says, ye, ye ask and receive not because ye ask and a mess that ye may consume it upon your own lust. A lot of times we ask in God stuff so we can prove it to somebody else that uh, look what I got, or look what God did, or look how God blessed my husband, or look how God blessed my wife, simply because certain things. You didn't do it for the right reason. You ain't do it to glorify God. You ain't do it to, to make the body of Christ more uh, uh, better that you can say God will hear and answer prayer, not because you're giving X amount of dollars. Yes, it's good that you're giving, but it ain't about the dollars, not because you're going to shut down church. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's about God being glorified, believers. We got to let God be glorified through it all. Whatever he's doing, whatever going on, let him be glorified. And when we let him be glorified, I promise you, the things of God will begin to be better. But when we act in a myth, we think we want it. Listen to me. I done thought I wanted one thing. And I, oh, God, I need you to give me this uh, whatever. And then all of a sudden, next week, you talk to me. I'm, 
I'm saying, Lord, I need that. I need this. Well, let me just say, if you're praying for a red car and then you see a blue car, then you say, and this is a good deal. You say, but wait a minute. That ain't what I prayed for. I prayed for a red car. So are you going to get the blue car or are you going to get the red car? If you done petition God on the red car, uh, it may be like this woman said she had prayed for a green and a, I think a green and, and red car, but a, a green and blue car or something. But they pulled, the car was one color. They, she thought it was all blue. But then when they raised the hood up, they had, they had sprayed it red. She said, that's my car. And I know it. Why? Because of the fact that she stood on the grounds what she had asked God for. We can't be wavering minded. We can't be doing this because we want self to be glorified in some way. Yes, we all. That's why I'm saying delight yourself in him and and he will give you the desires of your heart. When you delight yourself in him, your, your things will change. Your motive will change. If I got the same motive that I had before I started praying and before I started seeking God, then guess what? I'm not delighting myself in him. I'm sorry. I'm not. Because, see, I was praying and I was seeking God. Uh, uh, I wanted certain things and I wanted it in the flesh. But when I back away and begin to seek God, then all of a sudden I find myself what things changing. What? My motive changing. Why? Because of the fact that I understood. In in uh, the book of uh, First Epistle of John and around the fifth chapter, okay? Fifth chapter and the fourteenth uh, verse, it says this. And this is a uh, command, confidence, I'm sorry, confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, folks, he hears us. Do you hear what that's saying? If I ask anything according to his will, we got to find out what God's will is. How do we know what God's will is? From the scriptures, because we don't know what God will is from our own thought, okay? And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have, what? We have petitioned him. We um, petition him, and that we will desire of him. The problem is we got some concept. We got certain concepts that we want, and we want God. We want God to validate it. Okay, God, I want this uh, this honey bun. Well, brother, where uh, honey bun not, might not be good for you right now, uh, but God, you told me, Lord, if I pray and if I ask anything, and I'm asking for a honey bun. And I'm asking you for it. Now, somebody, this is facetious now. I'm not being real on that. I'm just making that as an, uh, an example or a parable. 
okay, you know what? You done prayed about it, Brother Ware. You didn't, you didn't even eat your breakfast, your lunch, because you wanted this honey bun. So I'm going to give you this honey bun, even though I know this honey bun is not good for you, but because I'm your daddy and I'm trying to teach you. So I get the honey bun, and all of a sudden I realize that the, my sugar done went up. I don't have sugar or if I, uh, diabetes, that's what they call it. My diabetes done went up. I'm seeing stars and everything, and I'm lightheaded. Well, guess what? God was trying to stop that from the beginning. But I was too stubborn to say, God, I want to know what your will is about this situation and why I can't have the honey bun. We don't even want to question that we scared he might say no. Because when I make up my mind, I want something, I want it. And that's why so many relationships is in the tank already. Because they wanted something that God never approved of it. And they wanted God to put his approval on it. So therefore, they said, that's what we got to have. That's what we going to have. And then to the husband and the wife, while I'm talking about the husband and the wife, let me go to Peter, 1 Peter 3, okay? 1 Peter 3 and around the seventh verse, it says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. Give honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and be not heirs uh, and, I'm sorry, to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. You know what, brethren? A lot of your prayers is hindered because you say, I'm the man and I want it done this way. I don't care what you think. You don't want to hear. Uh, you don't want to uh, see what the Scripture says about it. Maybe she doesn't read the Scripture. Maybe you hadn't got a chance to. And because you did that, then you know what? She could be right and you could be wrong. But you don't want to deal with her according to knowledge. You don't want to give her answer because maybe she done heard God. Maybe God done spoke to her. Now, when God speaks to someone that yielding a vessel, we got to accept that. We have to accept that. No, it might not be good for us right then, but down the road. Man, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm sorry. I just thought about thought hit my mind. I remember I was praying for something, and I say, uh, this you know, was years ago now. Years ago, I was praying for this particular thing, and... Uh, years went by, and I thought about it. I said, I just didn't understand why God didn't do that. I know that I was uh, delighting myself in God. I knew I was living right according to that which I knew. And lo and behold, I saw the situation later. I said, oh, God, thank I was like God Brooks uh, way back. used to say, thank God for unanswered prayer. A lot of times, God know what we need right then. I know a man um, that his mother had been praying that he be saved, and he liked it the same. 
But in the midst of it, God, she never did see her husband, uh, I'm sorry, see her son say, but at the film, the son went up and put his hand on the head of his deceased mother and says, I will obey. I'm giving my life to you. So that film was his breaking point. You say, well, I don't want to break. I'm not saying it'll happen to you. I'm saying it may happen before then. But I'm giving you an example that I know specifically happened that that young man, and he, for as I know, uh, he died uh, serving God, as far as I know, because we don't really know unless we're really, really close to him. Let me go on before my time run out. But in the book of Matthews, Around the 17th chapter, 17th chapter in the 19th verse. And here's was, I'm going to set the scene up. Here's was the problem. The disciples had prayed, but nothing happened. And because nothing happened and they couldn't, they couldn't understand it. Hey, we with you. We living right. We doing right. And, and, and ain't nothing happening when we prayed and then you come and pray and all of a sudden things, so they called and they called him to the side. You can read the whole chapter. You'll see what I'm saying. And uh, the 19th verse is said, and Jesus, uh, well, uh, 18th verse, Jesus rebuked the devil and departed from out of him. And then the child was cured uh, from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why couldn't we not cast out this, cast out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of unbelief. Brothers and sisters, I'm not through with that, but let me stop right there. Do you know we pray a lot of times? We got a whole lot of unbelief. We don't even believe things ourselves that we're praying about. Listen, I can remember a situation I was praying, and I didn't even believe it. I didn't believe it. Yes, I was praying. I was asking God. Then we fixed it up now. I understand, and, and the Scripture does say so. But we fix it up, God, if it's your will. Now, we can say that if it's your will when we are not close enough. See, when we are close to God, when we are fasting and praying, we know what the will of God is. You think the will of God is not for that person to be saved? You think the will of God is not for that person to repent? No, 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 no. Except that person is a reprobate, it is the will of God for them to be saved. Except that person is a reprobate, it is the will of God for them to repent. So, uh, 19th verse, and, and, and came his disciples until Jesus apart from and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say, Unto the mountain, uh, remove hinder and yonder place, and it shall move, 
and more and nothing shall be impossible for them. I'm sorry, nothing shall be impossible unto you. Let me ask you something. When the last time you prayed for something that everybody else around you doubted? Everybody else couldn't believe it. But because of the fact that you petitioned God and you knew that God had said that you could do this, then you saw the manifestation of God. A lot of times, brothers and sisters, you hanging with the wrong people. What you mean? You are allowing unbelief peoples that you are hanging with, and those people's got spirits. And see, if you don't realize that the spirit that they got is going for, and and guess what? Them spirit get on you. Oh, they might not able to stay there, but they uh, be around you. And because they come around you, then you're not able to believe God neither. Now, some can't come out by fasting and praying. We know that. Some things that you got to fast and pray for. I'm not telling anybody to you pray, you consult God. If you're on medications or whatever, it ain't going to hurt you. Listen, when they got rid of the the last heart operation they did, they said, uh, Brother Ware, um, I'm sorry, they didn't say Brother Ware. They said, Mr. Ware, don't take your medicine for three days. And I say, for three days? They say, yeah, because we want to get it out of your system, and it takes three days. Guess what? Now, I knew the difference. I felt the difference, but I did it. Why? Because they was about to do something under, under the knife that I wasn't uh, really doing normal. Now, I want you to catch this. Now, how many times have you just went one day? We ain't talking about two or three days. We are talking about one day. And you said, God, I want you to do this, and I want to fast and pray in secretly for this situation. We ain't talking about it. We, we all uh, can believe God for a house, believe God for a, a car, believe God for some money to pay the bill. We're, uh, we're talking about uh, you sick or something, but we're talking about when you are not sick, you have your little bill money, and you have this, but you're surrendering your heart. You're surrendering. You're giving up your food and water and, 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 and believe in God, that God is intervening for you to receive of him. That's what we got to do sometimes, believers. Sometimes we need to sacrifice. There is nothing. Listen. I, I often said when I was uh, uh, dating before my wife passed, uh, I, when I was dating her, uh, I don't like to use dating her because it, it one date I was just trying to get her to see she I need she needed to be my wife. Guess what? If if she wanted something, her happiness made me happy. You got me. When you are with somebody. If you really care about that person, your happiness 
their happiness makes you happy. So as it is with God. God seeing you happy makes, listen to me now, makes him happy. But we're around so much negative and we're telling people so much. Do you understand that certain things is for you and the Lord? And it's for not to go along with these negative speaking peoples talking against the preachers, talking against your leaders, your, your officials and all this. You have to pray for them. You have to pray for your pastors. You have to pray for your officials. These God, some of them, God raised them up. Some of them, the enemy raised up. It still ain't up to us who raised up. Only thing we're saying, we need to pray for them. And if God say, quit praying. See, Saul was brought up. Let me, let me get that out there so people, people won't, understand, won't mistaken what I'm saying. God raised Saul up. But Samuel was crying out for Saul. And all of a sudden, God said, look, why you keep praying for him? I done rejected him. So you got to leave him alone. You got to quit praying for him. I done rejected him. So what going to make you going to go against me? So, hey, go anoint David as king. So he went down to Jesse's house. And, and uh, uh, when he went down to Jesse's house, he anointed David as king. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times we just need to pray uh, uh, for a particular thing until God say different. When God say different, then we know it's different. I'm not trying to be negative, folks. I'm just only telling you why you're not getting your prayers answered. God wants you to, in these lands, with all this stuff going on, God wants you to rise to the top like cream in, in the milk. He wants you to rise to the top so people can see one thing about her. She might not be in so-and-so in church, but I know that sister can get a prayer through. Your family will say the same thing. I know he's not doing this or whatever, but he can get a prayer through. And when you can do that, then God will begin to bless. I'm telling you, therein lies the blessing. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you for your word. I ask you to bless them that heard your word, that they may go forth and be a blessing to someone else. But, Father, we just thank you for that one that is uh, having in their mindset to be converted. Let them repent before it's everlasting too late and walk in righteousness. God, we praise you. We honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen to me briefly. You can reach me at 404-293-7557 or you can uh, uh, call, you can visit us online. You can visit us online and when you visit us online, uh, you can visit brotherjamesware.org, brotherjamesware.org. That's all you have to do. Amen. And put it in and you can go there. We appreciate hearing from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
texting. My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.